Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Antonio breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult. Whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old, Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept, can gain understanding, and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life. I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. Alright, so I picked this day. Of course, you are here. Got Brian back with me as well. He's a preacher. He won't let you forget it. <laughs> and I'm going to intentionally bring up something you're familiar with, with some vernacular, some, some verbs that you are familiar with for anyone in the crowd or the, the teaching like you. You want to bring up a lot of stuff. I want to talk about two things. The law of opposites. And I'm not sure what to call this. Let's just, 
I have no idea what to call this. It's the Love Opposites, and then I want to talk about the law of you. That's not a law. So let me, let me you, okay? You, the truth of you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about, okay? I have no idea what to call it, but I do know it is objective facts, and it is law of attraction, okay? Makes sense. All right. I'm not going to go in order. I need the first, I mean, in fact, we won't even do them separately. We're going to mingle them all together, okay? Here is what's, and this is, this is difficult, this is difficult because it's going to push against what some of you understand and believe. And just follow me. Just follow me as much as you can. Think, think number one, so to speak. We talked about feelings last time. Mm -hmm. But we need to, the purpose of your entire Bible, okay? The whole Bible, summed up in one sentence. The purpose of your entire creation, if you're not fine purpose of the entire creation, entire Bible, is that you are not supposed to know. No, that's hard. It's hard. This is not, I know, I know. This is not about knowing. Okay. It's not about knowing. Okay. You are supposed to be. And I'm, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. And in your being, the only way to actually be is to remember who you are. Okay? I'm, I'm going to repeat that for no taking purposes. This is not about knowing. It doesn't matter if it's biblically or scientifically, any school of thought. And I'm going to bring up a lot of it. It's not just about knowing. Knowing is part of it. It's most importantly about being now. All law of attraction. Let's see if we can make this work. Actually, before we make this work, let's let's get some dialogue from you. Right now, that's very confusing. And I'm leaving it confusing on purpose. I'm going to clear it up. But what did you... Actually, two questions. What did you immediately reject? Because that's the way human beings work. <laughs> and then, what did you rationalize and learn. Honestly, I didn't reject this time. Okay, that's good. But what I did rationalize was that me being a preacher was to and I'm taking this as a tool to utilize to in turn teach my people. That's good. And it's to teach them that it's that the knowing not even about is to become it. For example, I can know faith, but until I become faith, I will never have I can know love. Like any attribute that the church will contribute to God or the deity of which they serve, you don't have to just, it's not about knowing the attribute, it's actually about being. Right. So you're going from knowing to being, keep going. And because, you know, because all my life I've been taught to know this, know that, know this, know that, I know stuff. And it's not a stuff I have to protect. <laughs> that was a powerful statement. That did not come from your conscious mind. <laughs> that was a powerful statement. 
I believe your scriptures will tell you flesh and blood that I reveal that to you. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Got some more? So it's like, you know, I gotta kill the Lord. And well, it become. Like, again, one of my favorite philosophers, I can You say you are not smart. You say, I am. He never said, I know. He said, I am. That's fair. That's fair. No one would disagree with that who understands the five dollars. Now, don't kill the knowing. Knowing is part of the battle. The, what you all are doing is trying to go from knowing to being. And that's the problem. This is why... And off camera, he knows this. I prepared mm -hmm. maybe 45 minutes mm -hmm. just to hit record mm -hmm. because I understood the resistance that I would receive mm -hmm. and I needed to get past the resistance. But the resistance is necessary. Explain. Yes, resistance is necessary. I'm going to give you a new equation. I believe now it's time for me to give you a new equation. You love, you love yes. equation last time. Okay, you're going to your notes. Let's see. Without notes, can you remember the equation? Because you actually said it not too long. Ago. The equation about feelings was thought plus emotion equals creation. There you go. That's it. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, good. Thoughts plus emotions equal creation. Here is your new equation. That these are tandem. Laterally equal to one another. Knowing plus experiencing equals being. Okay? You definitely want to write that down. Now, that the, was Paul. What it's the it's the force that drives this whole universe. And I'll explain. Knowing plus experiencing equals being. Okay? That's very important. Super duper important that we get this. Thoughts plus ideas, excuse me, thoughts plus emotion equals creation. Mm -hmm. But in that thoughts plus emotion, when I'm skipping, when I when I explain emotions, I'll tell you expectancy. Because when you emotionally expect something, when you're emotional about something, you expect it. True. Yeah. Now, when you get that expectancy, that's what creates the creation. Knowing plus, Knowing experience. plus experience equals being. Now, remember what you were saying without me guiding. You said, you know, I know a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I'm not being. Because mm -hmm. you have left out experience. And all of you do this. All of you are leaving out the experience. And I'm going to break that down as much as I possibly can because it is really what we're going to spend a lot of time at. Knowing plus Experiencing equals being. Mm -hmm. Think about this. You are a human being. So being means something. Being is to give life to something. I'll come back to that. I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to forget it. Knowing is to know something. Experience is experiencing. You need all three. I'll explain. It is the force 
that governs this entire universe. I'm sure. Let's okay. Before I go to before I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to to your Bible. Mm -hmm. You're so excited <laughs> to explain this. Yes, I see. It. To, okay, okay. I will explain it to to 33 or 32 percent of the world to the audience, <coughs> and then I'm gonna stick the other 68 percent and and go at other places too. Mm -hmm. So 100 percent of us can get fair. Okay, he's so excited. He can't wait to tie it in. He can't can't wait. The reason why knowing is not enough <coughs> is because when you know something only, you can't experience it. The only way to know something and that be enough is in a world of what is absolute. If you know something and keep yourself in the vacuum, you're just fine. Vacuum being, being nothing comes in. There is no oxygen. There is no nothing. In your vernacular, if you are in heaven, there is no need for anything else. Because the great knowing, there is no evil. There is no, there is no opposite. There is only the light. So you don't need to experience the darkness because the light, I got you, in the absolute of knowing, that's all you need. Make sense? Okay, ask your question. Because I, I'm, Can you, yes. Okay, so, so what you just said. Yeah, yeah it's all loaded too. Can you say that you'll never know until you experience That is absolutely facts. That is absolutely facts. That is absolutely facts. Because you don't live in an absolute world. Right. Like you'll never know hurt until you experience That's You'll never know. No love until you experience hurt. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so so you're skipping ahead of the class. So let's go into it. Okay. You've done this. Good job. Good skip. Let's go into it. This is the one thing <coughs> that, and I love the secret. It's, it's got lots of conversations happening, which is great. The one thing they left out on purpose, I'm sure, was what I call, well, a few, many people call it, the law of opposites. In order for you to experience your knowing, mm -hmm. you must automatically invoke the opposite. its opposite. Mm -hmm. You must automatically. Mm -hmm. so this is law of attraction training. This is all of you. You you watched the videos I gave you up front. This is I believe this is day two or day three technically since day one was a welcome video, but this is day three. And I need you to understand that you believe me because it is objective. I need you to understand that in your belief, the opposite must show up. Yes. Which is doubt. Disbelief. Yes. Disbelief. You're going to, you know, that's I'm not gonna watch this anymore. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, he he's just or this doesn't work. It works for everybody else. It doesn't work for me. Well, it has to show up because you wouldn't be able to enjoy or simply forget enjoy. You wouldn't be able to experience your belief. Unless disbelief happens, mm -hmm. this is this is mm -hmm. this is fundamental to understanding the law of attraction. Your belief must call into your reality the opposite of what you're creating. Some of you right now have gone, "This doesn't work." You know, the secret it says the guy goes, "It's just about to work." It's just about yeah. to come up, and he goes, "This doesn't oh, work," works. and it goes down. You're missing the fact that it is working. That's why you have the opposite. You can't enjoy a hot shower unless you've been in the mud. Yes. 
You know, it's, it's funny that we understand opposite when it comes to tangible items. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think there's no one on the world or watching this that can say they don't understand the opposite when it comes to cranking up their deals. Sure. That you need to connect your battery to the positive and Right. So what would be the opposite? It's the same thing that you need to do with your life. You got to be connected to the love and the pain. That's right. That's a good, that's a good answer. And who you call God designed it that way. Right. He, right. in your faith, is the one who made the opposite. What is the opposite of love? Fear. It's not hate. It's fear. The opposite of love is fear. Through fear you get hate. Yes. Yes. Fear is a byproduct of hate. Of, of hate hate is, is a byproduct of fear. Fear is what stops you. It's not hate. Hate comes from fear. Greed comes from fear. How? It's not enough. I don't want to lose mine, so I will hoard and hold. Get it? You understand? So to know, remember I said the whole universe is governed by this. And then there's a then there is a local part of this universe that's governed by what you would call, if it's a triad, then a dyad. Triad is three. What you would call the Father. <laughs> so I knew you couldn't wait. <laughs> Son. The Holy Ghost. Okay, you're the King James version. All right, okay. Triad. Psychologists would say superconscious, conscious, subconscious. Everybody's saying the same thing. Physicists would say matter. No matter, that's not the proper term for it. And ether, okay? The ether. The infinite. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you spiritualize it. Yeah, ether is living. It is infinite, but it's not. You spiritualize it. But that's, let's see, another school of thoughts. Mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. Mind, body, soul. That's philosophy. Yeah. Or mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. Philosophy. It doesn't matter. This is the triadness of what you call Trinity. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. The creative source designed. Everything, everything that is universal has this threeness of understanding. How do you understand time? Past, present, present future. Okay? Now I'm going to make all this make sense. Let's, let's stick with time. Let's stick with time. Past is knowing. Because you 100% know. Present is Ah. The B. Okay. I'm gonna make it make more sense. I'm gonna make it make more sense a little bit. Since since you got excited about the non-biblical, let me take it to the biblical. Okay. God, the Father would be the all knowing. Why would Jesus be the example? Because. <laughs> 
I'm because sorry. the knowing <laughs> became the experience. the experience. And now we are the beings. Right. <laughs> but how are you the being? Through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That shares your faith is just equally as happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just felt sad. You get to be because of the presence of what you call the Holy Spirit. Cool? It's no different. We can philosophy soul. You get to be because of the soul. The soul is the giver of life. According to the Nicene Creed, 325 AD, the Holy Spirit is the giver of life. Okay, you understand? The ether mm -hmm. connects what is on the physical plane to the invisible plane, and it gives life. It, it doesn't matter how you do this. It, it brings your, it lets you put your physical, no, excuse me. It lets you create from the invisible world to the visible world through the ether. That's, no matter what school of thought, that's how it works. Now, locally, it's what I call it. You can, you can, Neil Donald Walsh would call it gross relationships, as in like net and gross, you know, not bad gross, but gross relationships. And you're going to hear me, I can't tell you anything new. It doesn't exist. Nothing new exists because you are a being that already knows everything. You just have to invoke this experience. Law of attraction. And that's why we miss. Because you try to go from knowing no, to becoming. And not experience. So in, in spiritual talk, you tried to go from God to heaven without being Christ. Without suffering mm -hmm. as Christ. Your Christ did. Okay, you get it. Now, makes sense because the experience creates the suffering. We don't get to this candy our way through life. I'm not telling you pain. Is what you ask for. But when you ask for no pain, you must first experience the pain. Now break it down. <clears throat> yes, you need the you need the opposites to keep going and moving forward. Now, locally, or I like to say locally, <clears throat> Neil Donald Washington Gross. And it's other people. <clears throat> Can't tell you anything new. So you're gonna hear, you might hear some Oprah, you might hear some Bob Proctor, Neil Donald Wash. You, you're gonna hear <clears throat> because because prosperity has more. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you this all the time. <clears throat> prosperity has one voice. In the one voiceness, <clears throat> there's a dyad here. And that would be left or right, <clears throat> up or down, in or out. In or out. <clears throat> you, you, you get it. Life or death, <clears throat> you, you get it. There is a universal, because the, the, the dyad is a bit subjective. <clears throat> there is no such thing as left or right. To uh, that's not objective. Because if I turn you, there's no longer left or right. If I can change anything about your position, if I can change anything about whatever you're calling facts, and it's no longer a fact, it's not objective. It's subjective. I'm not saying left or right doesn't have its place. But what you're saying is left or right to me because I'm the center of the universe. So I call upon this leftness because everything that is left is left of me, the center. Get it? This rightness, because everything that is right of me 
is at right of me because I am the center. Mm -hmm. Everything around me is centered in serving me, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is not a bad thing. That's, that's actually, I wish more of you would take that attitude that everything serves you because it does. <clears throat> because the way the triune, the way the creative source created things, this world does serve. You just don't serve yourself. You create deliberately or undeliberately or inadvertently exactly what you don't want. Because when you get to the experience, you don't understand that the bad is there for your good. It, it has to be. Go ahead. Question. Uh-huh. But you say we go for what we don't want. With the law of opposites. With with the law of opposites. Mm -hmm. Would that be the same as saying, <coughs> I, I, what I know is showing me what I don't want to experience in my being? Sure. So let me explain the law of opposites now. <coughs> How tall are you? You're 5'8. You're 5'8. You don't, the only reason you know that you're five, oops, stand up for me. <clears throat> Hopefully still on camera. If not, it's okay. That's actually proving the point. Why do you know you're five eight? Because the roof is not. Right, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. Okay, you sit back down. You sit back down. <clears throat> you only get to experience five eight, 60, well, I have a universal audience. That is in inches, 68 inches, and centimeters. I have no idea because uh, American standard. But you get five eight. You can you can convert it into yours. But you're something. I don't know, 37 centimeters. Or something. I, mean, 30, I don't know. I don't know. You get it. Though. <laughs> okay. Mark that down. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, it's one thing. One of the things I don't know. You only. Understand that you are 5'8 because the opposite of everything 5'8 is around. Mm -hmm. Without the opposite, you couldn't enjoy I being 5'8. Not only would you not know, you couldn't enjoy the experience. And some experiences, 5'8 works for you. If you were 4'2, you couldn't reach up to the cabinets mm -hmm. in your house. Mm -hmm. You get canned goods. Get it? Mm -hmm. Since you're 5'8", you can reach up to the cabinets. That serves you. Mm -hmm. The cabinets that you have to reach for make you enjoy being 5'8". Whether you're conscious of this or not. You, yes, we're go. But the reason you get to enjoy the being is because you're experiencing reaching up. You didn't want to be reaching up. But you had to, which made you be grateful that you could. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, come on. okay. 
So the law of opposites. I'm trying not to shout. But, okay. <laughs> the law of opposites. If I am a <coughs> short woman, I secretly desire to be tall. I want the experience of being tall. Since I can't do it in the growth of my bones, I'm normally attracted to taller men or taller mates. Got it? Because in the, I call out the opposite of what I am so I can enjoy this experience. Make sense? That's why opposites attract. It's not that opposites attract, it's that like attracts like. The like in me wanted the experience of tall. So I oppositely attracted what I was not. Because my secret desire to be tall got me the opposite of my short. Does that make sense? This this whole thing governs this entire universe. Opposites attract. Yeah, Yeah, the reason opposites attract I thought it was on like a straight level one aware of this earth circle. No. Everything is like a track. The only reason I'm getting hate is because I'm blown. No. The only right. reason you're getting hate right. is because you secretly mm-hmm. are hating. Mm-hmm. And you are. You get exactly what you want. You're drawing into your life the experience of hate because you're giving all your attention to that experience. And since you say, well, I love, I love, I love, you must now draw into you hate, 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 hate. You get it? We we always attracting the experience we want to have. Everybody write that down. We are always attracting the experience we want to have. Always. Always. If you want to be rich, you will draw unto you lots of divine connections, income, business opportunities, podcasts, email site. All of you, right? Anybody who signed up for this, all of you, you wanted this. That's why you're here. And the only way this existed, the only way the universe gave me this idea is that as a collective conscious, all the people who wanted to understand the law of attraction better or wanted to attract great things to their life, their collective conscious went up into the ether or went to God and the ether looked for who was attracting the same experience but in the opposite. Who among the billions of my creation, because they are me, which I'll get to in a little mm-hmm. bit, is also putting out, I want more people to understand. See, in my case, I wanted more people to understand. And I vibrated at the collective consciousness of everyone who wanted to understood. You get what I'm saying? Okay, you the idea. If it could only give me the idea because anybody coming here is attracted to my frequency and me attracted to theirs. It can only work that way. You could be anywhere. There will be people. Well, there are. It's, 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 thank you. Thank all of you. But there are. There are people 
who may not necessarily, you got both, you got the law of opposites, you got the law of attraction and the law of opposites that reveals itself at the same time. So what you have, what you have is you have in the experience people who like me and people who don't necessarily like people like me. Make sense? Okay, good. We got 10 minutes left. 10%. Okay, good. <clears throat> now, in this experience is what we will have that people like me and people don't. Right. Not me personally. They're just not accustomed to seeing someone like me. That's okay. Right. But they're all attracted here and would be blessed and helped. But even the people that don't like, that's what they attract. Because they secretly don't like. Wanted the experience. Uh, right. Now, law of opposites. You are constantly attracting into your life what you want. But in order to experience what you want, you must get the opposite first. See, most of you quit in the opposites. You die in the opposite. And you never get to live bliss. You die in the opposite. Mm. You never get to live in the bliss. <clears throat> if I was talking to a church, I would say, you die during your cutback season. And you mm. never experience your harvest. You get it? You, you die in your winter. You die in your winter. You never get to live in the spring. <clears throat> you never get to reap in the spring. You never get to do any of these things. The law of opposites <clears throat> is something that is so great that every time you invoke the law of attraction, you must get the opposite. Okay. <clears throat> that means everything you've learned in the secret or the law of attraction, it's all true. Just left out. Stay the course, because if you're experiencing what you don't want, you're on the right path to getting what you do want. Mm -hmm. So... The fact that I know poverty. Right. I know poverty. That's right. I am experiencing prosperity because of my being is prosperity. When you shifted your mind to a prosperity mindset, right? You grew up in poverty, only understood poverty. When you shifted your mind and your mind matched prosperity, okay. it you can only enjoy that prosperity because you experienced the poverty. Ah, thank you. Because I know poverty and experience. That's why you're poverty. thankful. That's it. Okay. When you're in the opposite of okay. poverty. Okay. 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 Without the poverty, you wouldn't be able to be thankful. If the whole world was 5'8, you would never know you were 5'8. Right. It would never be a blessing for you to be 5'8 mm -hmm. or a curse for you to be 5'8. It just depends on how you want to be. Mm -hmm. If everything if everybody looked like you, you would never know you were unique. And beautiful. And beautiful. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You would never know it right. because you never experienced the not. Right. But you have to experience the not in order to know the it. And you are the very not that the creative source created to be with you in the is. You're a physical extension. You, before there was you, there was only the creative source. Everything was a knot. 
So what the creative source did was, I want to experience. I'm because in the absolute there was only knowing. Now I want to be, but I must experience. So I so the creative source created you as the experience. So both of you can be. Be can be the giver of life. Okay. Giver of life. <coughs> the life giving source. Yes. <coughs> so, so now that you got it, we had a recording error, so we're gonna do it. Now that you got it, we're gonna re-explain it. Okay. And you're gonna help me out. Yes. Because <coughs> everything happens the way it's supposed yes. to happen. Yes. Okay. So you can't have the knowing alone. Unless you're in the world of absolutes. In the knowing alone and in the world of absolutes. If you're not in the world of absolutes, you need the knowing and the experience. But the knowing and the experience only leads to the one place that is the being. Okay, now the being. I'm I'm having you help me out since you now have the information. I would say let's go back to the world of absolutes. Okay. Who lives? In the world of well, it just depends on who you're asking. In your theology, God lives in the world of absolutes and everything that is perfect. The to so an astrophysicist, universe is expanding ever so and lives in the absolute world absolute. What I would like to tell you is procrastinators live. Procrastinators live in the world of absolutes. Okay, so let's explain that. Okay. Okay. Procrastinators have the knowing. Remember, knowing plus experiencing equals being. We're going to break down this being very much. But procrastinators only know what they're supposed to do. The part of your brain that knows what to do and does what to do, those are two different parts of the brain. Those are two different parts of the brain. The part of your brain that knows what to do is not the same part of the brain that does what to do. Yes. This is why you know you should lose weight, but you don't turn down what keeps making you gain weight. You know you should lose weight, but you don't exercise at four in the morning. You understand? You know you should save money, but you spend it all. And actually, in today's society, you borrow more and you spend more money than what you actually have. You just use monthly payments so you don't notice it too much. So the procrastinator never experiences anything because you can't know and experience You can't experience without knowing. Therefore, if you experience something, that means you're doing it. Okay. Got it? Right. 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 Okay. So to experience something means two things. Means you're in it, doing it, and you're attracting the opposite of what you're doing. Once you're doing it, that no longer makes you a procrastinator. What's the opposite of procrastination? Getting it done. Yeah. So if you start doing it, you're going to attract the opposite, and that's getting it done. (laughs) Right? You understand what I'm saying? When you start doing something, you're no longer procrastinating. The reason why poor people 
are so poor because they know in the world of absolute in their mind how everything's not going to work. Oh, this is not going to work, man. I tried that before. This is not going to work. I did this before. I did that and I did this. I did that, 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 and this, and this, and this, and that. And it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Why it's not going to work? Because I know. What study did you do? I just know. I just know. You understand? I know everything. For Christ. Poor people know everything. <laughs> <laughs> they know everything about everything, and they never invite a new experience into their life. Because they're only attracting things in their lives that make sure they don't know anything. I'll explain. If you know everything, Mm -hmm. you're knowing everything is a vibration. You're going to push that out. And you're going to attract someone that knows everything. Okay, watch this here. And then that knowing everything, in order to experience that, you must experience the opposite. You don't know nothing. Which means you're only going to attract into your reality people who want to prove you wrong. I'll break it down. Mm. <laughs> I'll break it down. When you know everything, you attract someone that knows everything. Now, these two knowing everything is going to clash. Law of opposites is going to happen. Both of y'all can't know everything. So one of y'all got to prove the other wrong. This is why you're constantly in a circle of people who always want to prove you wrong. And life will make sure that your bank account is proving whatever you think you know wrong. It will make sure. It will absolutely make sure. You 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 know all this, but you broke. Because, because you keep manifesting in your life the things that have to prove you wrong. Because you know everything. This is why, as you mentioned, Socrates was so smart. Because he said, I don't know anything. He was constantly in a state of learning. So let's bring it back. Knowing is part of that. To experience is to know that battle and experience. In fact, and I'm so glad that we had to do this over because I'm at the start of something that I didn't do the first time. And this is all about the being. I'm going to land this plan on the being but I, w- I wanted to. I want to talk to you from a biblical perspective now, because you love the Bible. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Now, and I, and I also say, and I don't. He, I'm not bothered that he loves the Bible. I'm not bothered that you love the Quran. That you love the Eleventh Living Guru. I always say the name wrong. It, it's it's just I just Sikhism. Sikhism. I, always, yeah. I, always, I always say the name wrong. So I I respectfully. Called the eleventh living, living guru because yeah. Sikhism had ten gurus and the tenth yeah. one took the collective knowledge of all ten and put it in a book and it is now the eleventh guru and out of respect it is the living word yeah. to Sikhism yeah. to Sikhs yeah. so I respectfully say eleventh living guru as not to jack up the name because yeah. <laughs> the person who taught me he know well the person who taught me was from Thailand and she pronounced it. Correctly, since I was not raised in Thailand. (laughs) But (laughs) point is, I enjoy all of your experiences. All of your experiences. Now I'm getting ready to go to your Bible and land a plane, but I want to connect all these experiences. There was a collective consciousness of all of you that said, Man, I really, I really want to understand more of the law of attraction. And maybe you didn't say those words. 
I really want to know why I'm not winning. Mm -hmm. I really want to know how I can get more. Mm -hmm. And thousands of people collectively vibrated at the same frequency. Now that went up to the ether, or in your talk, it went up to God. Mm -hmm. How would you say God? What, what would you? God. Okay, there's just God. Okay, God. you would put no extra on it. Went up to the great, the great, yeah. just God. That, yeah. That's great enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, great. Okay, okay. How it is that? So it went up. And God. Dispatched, he dispatched his angel. Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> okay. He dispatched his angel. That's it. And how else would you say in the spirit of talk? And he, he and, and the angels found one. Okay, found one. Found right. one. Okay, now take that out of the Bible. <laughs> That's found that one being that was a willing vessel. Okay. okay. So churchy, uh, but, you, but you add such great value to the teacher. <laughs> look, you got somebody there right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. It's an E G E. Okay, okay. In my talk, <laughs> in my talk, all the collective consciousness went up to the ether, to the universe, and. It searched without effort one person that vibrated at the collective consciousness of all of them. You get it? You had to, had to find one because in order to get it's it's thousands of people, soon to be millions of people who wanted this information the way that I'm giving it. Right. But in order to get millions of people on one accord, not too hard for the universe, but it just ain't happening in this local reality. Right, 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 right. So it's the quickest, fastest, most harmonious right. way to get all of you, the knowledge that you wanted was to find one person. Because mm -hmm. I can't disagree with me. A willing vessel. A willing vessel. In my language, one person. <laughs> in his language, a willing vessel. A willing vessel. Okay. Yours sounds so much better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just... Talks in King James. <laughs> you sound so much better. Uh, a willing vessel. Okay, I had to put that on my keynote one day. <laughs> okay, and I vibrate at the collective frequency of everyone because I have the full knowing, experiencing, and being. And I always know, experience, and being. And every day I add more to every level of each. I'm going to break down the being so that makes sense. So when you watch this again, you'll understand. <clears throat> but I'm always adding to my knowing. Mm -hmm. And I'm always adding to my experience. The reason why I read so many different people in different religions and no religion, because my experience says I want to meet them all. Mm -hmm. You get it? I want to meet all of you. Right. All of you. Now, this is something I left out earlier. Let's break down to you biblically the knowing the experience. Mm -hmm. God, Father, knowing Jesus is the experience, is the being, be. and it is the Holy Spirit, the Holy uh, Ghost, because you yeah, yeah, say yeah. willing vessel. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Holy Ghost. Because he was already talking to King James. Okay. Okay. The Holy Ghost uh -huh. empowers you to be like God. Yes. To be like the Lord. Okay. Your Holy Ghost empowers you to be 
It gives you the power to be like the God you witness. Who is also okay connected to the God that's known. Okay, okay. So you you connect you connecting to that. No, your Holy Ghost it lets you experience and empowers you to be like the experience you have written in your Bible. Yes. And that experience would be connected. The experience of Jesus. Okay, there you go. Yes. And and, and, and on a Friday. Jesus is the Lord. Okay. 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 I was going to talk about the experience. <laughs> Whole different program. <laughs> He's about to take you out to the full Friday night experience. He's about to go to the cross if you don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop me right now. <laughs> but... Notice that the connection <coughs> is all there. The, the 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 spirit now in my language. Let me finish connecting dots to yours. The Holy Ghost gives you the power to experience the great experience. Scholars in your field call it special revelation. Okay. The Holy Ghost gives you revelation to experience the special revelation, which is Jesus, and that special revelation connects you to the knowing Father. Boom, boom, boom. Got it? My language. That the that your soul gives you your only soul purpose. Mm. See what I just did there? See what I just did there? Okay. Your, your, okay. Your soul I'm purpose, not S-O-L-E, yeah. but your soul, S-O-U-L purpose, yeah. your only soul purpose in life is to be. You don't have to if you're being, you automatically know the you're already experience. Because ah, remember, the being is the equation. Everything. Yeah, it's the sum of the equation. Yes. The knowing was the first part. Yes. I believe they call it quota in mathematics. The knowing second is the second part of quota. Yes. And the quota gives you the sum. So when you're when you're being the sum, or when you are the sum, you automatically have the problem solved. The reason why some of you cannot solve your problems is because you have not been the sum of them. You haven't become your solution. So the knowledge and the experience is invisible to you because you've never become the solution to the problem. And you're trying to jump from knowing to the solution without being the experience. Or, you want the, or you're so busy being experienced that you have no knowledge. So you buy the experience. You don't work out. You buy jogging clothes. You you don't read you, you don't read the books. You just buy it. You, you you understand what I'm saying? You never really plant the seed. You buy the harvest. And this is why you spend a lot of your time in the middle class because the middle class is constantly buying the harvest. And they overbuy the harvest and they go get people to rent them the harvest. We call these people financial institutions. Mm -hmm. I want the $30,000 vehicle before I make the $30,000. Yeah. But I want it now. I'm gonna get a loan. So I'm going to get a loan rent. and rent the $30,000. Mm -hmm. And my my son, since I am a solution, I'm just going to get the $30,000. Okay. You understand? Now when I get the $30,000, I don't have it yet. I don't know how to get it. But since I say I'm going to get it or I'm going to die, then the experience comes and the knowing comes. 
or the knowing becomes an experience comes. Either way, it doesn't matter. Or, or the knowing becomes a mentor who's going to give me. In your case, I'm the knowing. I am the knowing that you were missing so you can have the experience and become the solution. Is it? Okay. Land the plan. So I brought it to you. And I brought it to the collective consciousness. Now the only thing to do now is talk about the being. In the being. There was nothing. Ex nihilo. Latin. And the only thing that was something wanted to experience, not the nothing, but the something. So it, okay, go ahead. You got a question? No, go ahead. It, I thought you were excited. I thought I it created something in the nothing, which was you. And you cannot forget, remember, I planted the seed in the beginning, remembering who you are. I planted them in the beginning. Remember who you are. Now for the unplanted. I mean, you absolutely right. You did plan in the beginning, but because I'm such a church person, <laughs> and you say, remember who you are. I'm not gonna say this miss me, but I wouldn't even connect you. That's right. If you just say, remember whose you are, that would have connected with my church mind. Right, I would have remember went to the the. Uh, the known. Fair enough. So, it's, you know, it's the known plus the experience. But whose you are is in the genitive. <clears throat> genitive mean, in, in regular talk, in English, possessive. Okay. Whose is a possessive right. phrase, a word. It's genitive. It means whose phone. This is yeah. Tony's phone right. or the phone of, of Tony. Tony. Yeah. Same thing. Whose says you're the possession of but your Bible don't even say that. Mm. It says, no longer do I come here to call you servants. But I call you free. I call you friends. A servant, no, no. Okay, you understand? So don't just connect the who's. I want you to understand who okay. you are. Okay. Break it down one more time. In the beginning, there was nothing but the something. So anything that existed beyond the nothing is still the something. The nothing. I mean, the something created the nothing. So now the nothing can create something. Almost. The something bypassed the nothing. The nothing was at the opposite of the something. So the something could not experience itself because nothing was there. The opposite. Okay. The opposite of itself was there. Right. But it couldn't experience anything but itself. Mm -hmm. But it didn't want to just experience itself. It wanted to experience everything. So it created everything. So in everything, you're still the original something. And that's why we have the power to create what we want to create. Because you're still the because something. I'm still the something. You're still, in the midst of me being the nothing. You're still the creative source. Yeah. Yeah. You are the reason why so you... I'm God. That's right. The reason why you can create out of the out of nothing something physical is because the creative source did the same thing. And I, I know that bumps against some of your religious beliefs. I don't mean to, but I'll prove it to you practically. Elephants are not building skyscrapers. Birds are not on cell phones. Giraffes didn't create the Mac or the Windows. 
Only humans yeah. say, I want some Carmex. Oh, go get some. What, what, actually, what what is is it? it would be, what is Carmex? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if it's something bomb. that's going to bomb my lips, what is a bomb? Well, I'm going to make that up too. I want to protect my lips for, from, what? From, from the weather. <laughs> okay. I didn't create the weather, but I'm going to create the protecting. And then the protecting, it doesn't exist until I say so. And I call forth this karmix out of the imaginary world into this physical world because I am a creator and only I can create. Think about it. Fish don't speak French. Beings created French. Mosquitoes don't speak Spanish. Beings created Spanish. And I'm telling you that the knowing and the experience only matters can only lead to the being. And you are a human being. And the reason why you are a creator, a master creator, is because in your being is the only being to ever exist. And you and that being are the same. That's law of attraction. That's why you understand. And that is why. What? Let me, let me ask you. That is why, dot, 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 I'm going to close with that. Tell us what you got. Tell us what you got and tell us what you learned. Ah, what I, what I got was the being is the creator. Right. God, the animals don't get created. God created. Tell the thing. Animals are not creator. Animals. Not being. I mean, they are makers. Not like your being. You're a different kind of being. Right. Something fundamentally but different. I'm a between. being that can create. So can squirrels. They can create. Well, beavers can create dams. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. All things can create. Mm -hmm. You create differently. Mm. I create according to the ultimate source of the known. That's right. You create like through my create. experience. You create, you experience your creation through your experience. But you create because you are the very thing that created this world. Ah. So because the knowing created the being, the being can create the experience because the being is part of the knowing. That's right. Except for one thing you left out. The knowing creates the experience first. Ah, and the experience creates the being. Which you would call, for me, in my language, yeah. the experience would be the Big Bang. Yeah. Genesis 1 and 1. For you. In the beginning. The experience. God created. Okay. Absolutely. But we're saying the same, same thing. Absolutely. We're saying the same thing now. My dot, 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 dot. Concisely and concise conclusion. You create concisely. You, cre you create physical things because you are the first being that created every physical thing. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better, you can dominate. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction what you think is what you create
anything related to energy you attract who you are anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like that's not true and then I came across Antonio in his teachings of law of attraction and at first I rejected it because again I used to laugh at these things and the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings the more and more things actually started making sense to me Things started opening up for me. And things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that you know we always say this is what I want but what are you attracting deep within you what vibration are you putting out there and it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying this is what I want the vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite once he taught me that The next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted. And once I started vibrating at what I wanted, that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is. Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation. How to vibrate at what you want. How to put yourself where you want to be to feel it to smell it to taste it to see it how to touch it put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what, you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me how to be a better me through law of attraction I used to ask him how do I become better he was like you create who you want to be because I didn't know at the time where I wanted to be I just knew I wanted to be better and he told me exactly how to do it he said find the people who you are drawn to find those who are where you want to be start moving like they move study them what I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self and in the process of doing that even attract being able to associate with these people be on the same level with them be in the same atmosphere and network with them I have actually had the opportunity to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life and learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life has truly changed my success has truly changed who I am today and while I am not perfect in the law of attraction staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every to be grateful, to attract that into my life, to only focus on the outcome, 
and attract only the outcome of my life. And don't get stuck in the how and the why. Just focus on the finish line. And I'll attract the finish line into my life. The law of attraction has made me a greater person. I know it will do the same for you. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I'm excited to be with you and I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I wanna tell you is, I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything, if it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement. If you have money, 
but no well relationships. Or you have well relationships, but no money. If you are spiritual, but broke. And if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. And you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I wanna tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo out of nothing and the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God but you've been doing that since the day you've been born take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power out of nothing the Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing does Denzel create characters that we remember forever this idea of out of nothing and you're the only one who can do that goldfish can't 
Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis, had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy Harness your energy 
into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter, and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.